Hey everyone, welcome to Book Talk with my husband. I'm Martha and... I'm the husband. And welcome to a new episode. Welcome to Book Talk with my husband. I'm Martha, and you're the husband. Yes, I am the husband. If if he gets a if we get enough listeners, he said that he would say his name. But I'm sure like families and friends and people who follow me on Instagram or you know listen to my other podcast actually do know your name. There's there's people out there. That could listen to this hat gave me my name. <laughs> we'll see if they ever listen. Uh, that that is true. So uh, we've been talking about doing a podcast for years and uh, a lot, a lot of years because I actually run a uh, local history podcast, and because I am a museum curator, a lover of local history, and uh, we kind of jumped on the podcasting bandwagon and. Uh, talked about doing just exclusively romance books. Um, although, you know, romance with my husband kind of wasn't a, could like lead to other uh, thoughts in people's minds. <laughs> so, uh, and I am an avid re- uh, reader and so is my husband. Uh, he reads fantasy. I read romance. Sometimes those collide. Um, but yeah, so we are avid readers, and like, what you want to do this with no filters, or like, you want to filter it? Uh, like, do you want to talk about like, you know, all the raunchy stuff, like chapter fifty-five? Oh yes, oh, that we'll have to have like a separate after hours. <laughs> after Very- hours. Yeah, there's the normal one, and then there's the after hours version. Yeah, so if you're not an avid book reader or follow a lot of like book TikToks or uh, bookstagrams, you may not know what chapter 55 is. It is a very, very raunchy chapter, uh, which you haven't even gotten through like reading the entire thing. You stopped like two pages in. Are you even listening to me? Yes. Sorry. I'm getting a little distracted. I will get more focus on Rambo. There we go. Okay. As I was gonna say. So I I like I said, I'm a I'm a museum curator. Uh my husband is a writer. So and I am a I am a librarian also. So you could say that this was a match made in heaven because, you know, writer, librarian, book readers, pretty well matched. Stop playing with the mic. <laughs> sure it works. Okay. And, you know, so we're just going to talk about books, books that we've read, books that we want to read, you know, popular trends out there, just, just kind of everything and anything. We may have after hours. We have may not even have filters. You know, I I make off the wall comments all the time, and like you never know what is going to come out of my mouth. And that's not even mentioning what I might say or do. 
So a little bit more about us. So like I like I said, I'm a museum curator. Uh, my husband's a writer. He games, so he's an he's also an avid avid video gamer. And while he games, I read books because I only get two questions per game, and usually I add those up in the first five minutes. I will say, I will say the only video game that I truly, truly know how to play and can beat you in is Tetris. Correct. But only barely. Uh-huh, sure. Like, you make me play Handicap, that's how you almost beat me. Alright, anyways. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about books? Well, we can talk about books. Yeah. Want to talk about the popular trends out there? What are your thoughts on book talk? I try to stay away from popular trends. Although, now I think about it, the indie movement is getting bigger. Yeah. Self-publishing is huge. Yeah, it's and, very huge. And that will only get bigger. Yeah, there's like, and what's really crazy too is like in the self-publishing realm, in the indie realm, like a lot of those then are getting actually picked up by publishers. At least in the romance department. Well, that makes sense. Like, you know, or they're like you gotta feed that beast. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, romance, romance is queen of of the book of the book world. Sure. Yes, I'm, yes, I. We don't need to look at the numbers. I'm pretty sure it's a huge percentage of book sales are romance. You'll win that one. Yeah, so anyways, you're talking about self-publishing? Yes, I think that's the, it's just, it's the perfect time for it now, because with the internet, Amazon, editors are everywhere, the time's right for anyone who would say, hey, I have this idea boiling in the back of my mind, let's just uh, give it a whirl, write it out, give it to an editor, they are everywhere. <laughs> Give it another rewrite or two. Don't go crazy. But then, you know, go through the process, publish it. There you go. You're a writer. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and then, although you say that you don't like popular trends, but then, like, stuff is found and it's, like, put on Book Talk or Bookstagram, and then it just really, really explodes. Like, you know, there was that one where um, the guy wrote a book and was it? He, like, only sold a few, and then his daughter, like, made a video on BookTok, or BookTok, and TikTok, and everything like that, and um, all of a sudden, he was, like, a New York Times best-selling author. His book was sold out, like, everywhere. Well, that's the thing with uh, self-publishing. You have to realize that you are also the person that has to market it. Oh, yeah. You have to be the salesman. Publishing house isn't going to do that for you. Because you don't have one. It's you. Yeah, and you're not getting, like, those big advances. There's no advances. Yes, it's true. But also, at the end of the day, you get whatever you sell. Yeah, but, like... You don't need to share that with the publisher. You don't need to pay them back. You don't need to do anything. You just collect. 
Yeah, but then there's those people out there who they'll buy your book and then like read it in a week because of Amazon's, you know, and you have a week to return an ebook. And then you're ending up paying negative money. Uh, there's uh, there's always these problems. Funny, oddly enough, a lot of the writers I follow don't mention that as an issue. Oh yeah, you didn't know about like Amazon's like seven day policy. I'm sure we've had this discussion before, but I know they have some sort of policy along those lines. Hmm. Because having to owe money. Yeah, because, like, you know, you're making money, and then they're returning the books, and then, like, they're taking that back. So, like, say there was a pay period that the person, like, right at the end of the pay period, the person purchased your book. And then they did the whole, oh, I read it in a couple days, I'm going to return it, and then that is on your next pay period. And you don't sell anything else during that time, but then you owe that money back to Amazon. I think that's probably a smaller problem. Maybe people just starting out. Because when you start selling in hundreds and thousands, and you start developing following, all those people aren't going to be returning your books. They're going to want to keep them. Even e-books. Yeah. I mean... They're so going to get the occasional... I think even big published authors can have that problem, but then again, they don't have to eat that, but... But plus that money's going through their publisher first. Anytime you can stick it to them, right? Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, so, you know, there's there's the indie market. It's becoming pretty popular with self-publishing. There's a lot of self-publishers out there. And there's, like, a lot of them do, like, sponsored ads, like, geared towards specifically, like, readers. Like, you know, like, how Big Brother is always watching. Your phone is always listening. So, like, you have, like, if you're looking at a book in your Kindle app, then, like, all of a sudden, all of these ads in Instagram and Facebook are, like, geared towards similar books in which I've fallen down that rabbit hole and I've read a lot of those books that pop up in as ads because like they sound like good stories well, that's how they get you yeah so I mean there are indie there are indie authors out there that are doing an amazing job and then you know some of them some of my favorites indie authors have been getting picked up and getting book deals what kind of sucks is they then have to turn their book, books over to the publishers. So, like, if they were on Kindle Unlimited, like, they're taken down. They get new covers. Like, it it just, like, really takes away that self-publishing aspect of it. Because now you feel like, oh, like, I I really liked the old cover, but I can't find it anymore. Yeah. And I, I know, like, on the topic of covers, I know that you don't like stickers. <laughs> stickers are the worst. 
Yeah. That's I think, the worst. I think everybody, like, doesn't like stickers. I, I'm really disappointed in Target with one uh, with the new Christina Lauren book. They put a sticker, a non-removable sticker that says, like, exclusive Target content. And usually those are removable. So, like, I'm just really, really mad about that. I don't need a permanent mark on a book that tells me, oh, there's a Netflix adaption or an Amazon <laughs> adaption or, or, Hulu. or Hulu or whatever. No, I don't care. I want the book. Yeah. So, like, on covers, do you prefer original covers or movie covers? No movie covers. Uh, well, some get so many variations. And if they're older books, they'll get re-released with a newer cover all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind would be Lord of the Rings. There's a nice collection with the Iris Saur- Sauron. Sorry if I mispronounced that. I promise. <laughs> I won't do it again ever until I do it again. But it looks, it is, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Mean, that's fairly new. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go back a ways, specifically with fantasy works. And a lot of the older stuff is pretty wild, actually. Yeah. And then the newer stuff is really simple. There's usually the name of it. There might be a sword or a crown. Mm-hmm. Maybe a person standing there in a field. Yeah. It's all very boring. There's <laughs> almost like a minimalism to it. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, I mean probably don't realize this but i have like four copies of pride and prejudice just because i like all the variations of co- of covers well that's how they get people too because people collectors will, oh that's a really good cover mm-hmm. it was it reminds me of the man stick with the fantasy the harry potter series and they did a re- they did a, a re-release of it where all the binds were of hogwarts yeah it's cool when they're all lined up Oh, that's really nice. That's really clever. I'm pretty jealous of not having that edition. Yeah, see? You have... We have them over here somewhere. Yeah. Those are the older ones. I can get it. I see it. People, like, they buy multiple copies because just that cover is really nice. They'll sit next sit well next to the others. Yeah, kind of like when I, when I, like, you know, Switched out a couple cop, a couple books because I like the covers better than Barnes and Noble. Yeah. So. so I haven't quite fallen for that, but there are some covers like, oh, that would be so nice. I don't really need it because I already have it. Yeah. But I, mean, I get it at the same time. That's partially the reason. And the new readers. Oh, that looks really nice. And then you realize that you've, one, read that book before, and two, you already own that book. Look at the cover. Look at the shiny. If the cover is different, and you completely have forgotten that you've read the book, and then you get home, you check if you're on Storygraph, or if you're on Goodreads, or if you're looking through your books, and you go, oh no. I I reread this book. I I own it. I may confess I have them. 
happy for. Ah, the old switcheroo of the cover. Can't remember the author's name though, too. I I know, but um, you know, another thing I really like. Sometimes I really like the British covers over the American covers. A lot of European covers I find are superior to American covers, specifically in fantasy. Yeah, in which we did start to. Uh, not everywhere. Not, not yeah. everything. I not say. everything. But, but by and large, I I find that they have more. They're more artistic. Art- yeah, more artistic. You know, we we have, like we have this minimalism phase, which I mentioned earlier. Then mm-hmm. they had to put effort in some of their designs, and we just have a, as simple as quick as possible. Which leads to my my question: Do you do you notice that with AI art being a thing? Yeah, like, it's really crazy. Gonna, you're going to start seeing more covers made with that. You might start seeing books made with uh, AI. I mean, there's I a lot know, of... I'm going to count that, though. But, but AI, AI, like, does not properly, like, cite sources or anything like that. So I'm not I'm not on the AI, I, AI like, board of, like, them writing books or anything like that i think there would be a lot of mistakes but like i think ai art like i think there's a lot of that out there especially with like the um artists out there who are creating like fan art and things like that i think they're going to start like really like going into ai art and everything like that like i mean i've i've done ar i art of myself which is really weird because, like, I um, is through like an an one of the ancestry sites, um, and I the the name is escaping me of what it is actually called. But like, you have to send in like you have to email them like ten pictures of yourself, and then like some of them were like completely like did not look like me at all. It's still in the beginning stages, I should say, of its development. I'm kind of at odds with it because I don't think anyone who says they are an AR artist, mm-hmm. you're not. You're not. You're not an artist. You're just not. Yeah, I know, but but there is a caveat here because I know that there are some writers, self-published writers, who use AI art for covers. Because they don't have to pay anyone for that. No. So, and I know some artists are upset because, hey, we're not being paid now because you can now just do this for free. Slap it on a book, and there you go. And it's like, before, I'd be getting that cash mm-hmm. to make the, make your cover. So I, get, I understand that side of it, too. But I, I think, especially if you're just starting out, Oh, I want to write a book. Oh, I need a cover. What am I going to do? Oh, there's this. I can just type it in. You might have to do some trial and error with it until you get what you want. Yeah. And then there you go. Tweak it a bit in Photoshop. Your program of choice. <laughs> and then, ta-da. And then, and I, I've seen controversy about that, too. Artists come out and say, hey, why are you doing this? Why don't you pay me? And it's like, because I... I need to save the money sometimes that's the case 
Yeah. Especially if you're just starting out. I don't I don't think that's a problem. No, and there yeah, I don't I don't think it's a problem either if you're trying to save money, especially like self publishing, because a lot of people don't realize like this is like the writer is putting their own money out there self publishing their book and they don't have the money to like pay those artists out there to, you know, do their art. And I and there's it comes to mind the one the controversy of that romance book. It had um the artist said that another author like stole her work and like the cover was exactly almost the same and it was a self it was going to be a self-published book so this author paid this artist to do this cover and they were so mad because this other book that was being published by like a one of the big publishing companies was coming out with a so-called cover that was just like hers and it led to the author that was self-publishing her book to like fire her artist and like find a new cover and it was being like this was like maybe a month or two before it was actually like going into publish that she like the author just had to do like a complete like 180 and find a new book cover this is wild I get that. I get some of this is a little controversial. Yeah, I mean, or AI is going to make it so. Yeah, AI is going to make it so. Like, like we're already there, really. I mean, there's already. I feel like we're almost late to the party talking about it, because there's there will be stories written with AI. Yeah, I'm pretty sure someone will pass off books written by AI as their own. Most likely. But, I mean, you can definitely tell, like, the difference between what is actually written by AI and what is written by a human. But, like... I, I, I'm wondering if we're going to get to the point where you won't be able to tell. Like, the AI gets so good. Yeah. So incredible. It's like, oh. It's like, oh, I just... I, I typed it into this prompt to write this story. I don't know how much you'd have to type into the prompt, but... And then it, just, it took it from there. And then I tweaked it a bit. So they can still say they wrote it, quote unquote, and then, oh, oh, the a lot of drama to unpack there. That is a so, lot of drama, and I think that's like something that we can pick up in a later episode. Is talking more about AI and prompts, and yeah, you know, I am I'm for. I will say this: I am for the use of AI art or covers, especially if you're first starting out. Because mm-hmm. I do think you know artists should get paid. Like, if you have the money and you want to, there's someone out there that's talented and there's plenty of talented artists out there. And it's like, hey, I like what you're doing. Can you make this cover for me? You know, give them their due. Yeah. But I think on the other side, like, you're starting out, you're just the simple, like, using the word minimalism again, and mm-hmm. just type it in the prompt. You get the thing you want, tweak it the best you can, slap it on there. I think that's. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so, too. What do you think of sprayed edges? Because that's becoming very popular right now. Um, give me an example. Fourth wing. Like, oh. the dragons, the black pages, the dragons. Like, the art on the pages. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty.
I don't think if there's anything else that almost a gimmick. Yeah, uh, and I, there are a lot of artists out there. Like you can buy, you can buy books that people actually like paint on the pages or draw on the pages and things like that. So it's been around for a while, but it's like with Fourth Wing, which we'll talk about later because I absolutely love Fourth Wing. I'm calling right now. Fourth Wing might be my book of the year because I've read it twice in two weeks. That's impressive. So, like, yeah, we'll we'll get into talking about dragons and Zayden and Violet and all sorts of things with Fourth Wing. But, like, you know, like, art on the pages. Like, I have to stop and think about that because I there's a book you're mentioning. I can see it from here. It's yeah. we're close by it, and uh, I do like it. I do like the cover. I do like. I mean, the pages. I mean, the covers. I don't like that, but um, hey, if the publisher wants to do that, you won't really see that in the <laughs> self-published sphere. But uh, if that's becoming a thing, I'm all for it. It's fine. I can see it becoming tacky if you see it everywhere. Yeah. Oh, more but like, stylish pages. But like Fourth Wing is like a <laughs> joy. Fourth Wing is like a special edition, first run only. There's not going to be. Oh, you have me there because a special edition of that stuff. We're going to just do it for this, and other books have done it as well. Other series mm -hmm. everywhere. So it's fine in a special edition, but if it just becomes the norm in every new book, every series. We're going to re-release everything that's special or well-known with that style. Uh. <laughs> so, hey, we have, like, only four minutes left. Is there anything else dire pressing that you want to talk about right now? Support your local artists. <laughs> Because yes. I was talking about AI art, and I was like, "Oh, let's let's help those guys out." Yeah. Um, also, I, I will say, also look towards the self-published, the indie scene. There is great stuff out there, and it's going to get bigger, much bigger. I'll start name dropping people soon, but <laughs> I don't think we'll do that day one. Yeah. Well. You want to do this again? I suppose. I guess. Maybe. Will you eventually tell people your name? He knows me as the husband. <laughs> well, our cats are currently running amok. And you probably just heard one, like, meow into the mic. So, we better go. And we'll be back next time. I'm Martha. I'm the husband. And thank you for listening to Book Talk with my husband. Thank you so much for listening to Book Talk with my husband. If you loved this episode, um, show us some love, subscribe, comment, uh, like, tell your friends about it. Um, you know, just help us get the word out of um, our little podcast.